You're listening to UCW Radio. In your face. What we got here is a failure to communicate. Oh, have I got your attention now? Breathe, for lack of a better word, is good. You know what I mean? Money to be made in a place like this. Money never sleeps, pal. You're crazy. Don't run when you lose. Don't whine when it hurts. You know what it takes to sell real estate? It takes brass, 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 brass. I'm falling, and I can't get up! Welcome to Money Never Sleeps. This is a show where we talk about anything and everything that impacts the flow of money from around the corner to around the world. And what I want to talk about today, you know, NFTs and, and, and things of that nature I've been speaking about the last few shows. Today, I want to talk about the ripple effect. I want to talk about the situation between Ripple, the SEC, and what's going on with MoneyGram. I also want to talk about Facebook and regulation. Um, Basically, let's start with the Ripple, Ripple Labs, um, what they wound up doing years ago, they wound up issuing a centralized uh, cryptocurrency and they marketed it as such. They sold it as such. During that time, there was the ICO market really wasn't there. Uh, The SEOs, STOs came later. Uh, But when they did this, when people were buying XRP, they and, and I've come across this plenty of times. They thought that they were buying uh, an interest in Ripple itself, the company. Uh, two different things. I think that they, they, you know there was confusion, maybe a little misleading. I, I really don't know. All I know is that people that bought XRP, uh, a lot of them thought that they were investing in the company, and it has nothing to do with centralized or decentralized has to do with how it was presented. You can have a centralized system presented in a way it has nothing to do with a security. Where in this case with Ripple, it, you know, the SEC thinks that it does. You know, you're dealing with the, de- the general public. You, you actually literally sold your coins, took the money, and you funded your company. Uh, and if that is the case, again, I don't know. I wasn't there. But if that is the case and that's what transpired, then you have a a conflict of interest. And if you were selling your XRP, your coins, and you were doing it, you were doing it and people were being misled that they thought that they were taking a piece of your company, then you have a conflict. You know, because you sold you sold something that would that acted like security. Now. Um, so that that's the problem. There it has something to do with it being centralized or decentralized. It has to do with how it is and, and how it was sold. And that's the big problem. So now what, what happened? Ripple has a great product. This is the thing that's crazy. They have a great product, but how did they get to that point? Did it have to do with the, the capital they raised through the, uh, through the crypto, which funded the company? So you have a lot of things that are there. And I guess Garling House is going to have to answer to this uh, with the SEC and lay things out the way they need to lay it, lay it out for it to make sense. Um, so I, I don't know what the outcome is going to be. I think that it's a um, it's something pivotal in, in how things are perceived. You know, if you you can you can actually you can have I mean, you have other companies that have done that have done this. Okay, but they didn't. I, I don't think that they promoted it, or or they didn't make it clear. Maybe 
that you're not investing in the company. This is a coin for a system and that's the way it is. And that's okay if you're doing something like that. But if you're promoting it as such as people are thinking that they're investing in your company and they get excited and everything else, and that's not the case, well, that's potentially problematic. So what's going to happen there with the SEC? I think they're going to set a precedent. They're, they may use them as the example. So we'll see. They already lost the MoneyGram deal. They're selling their their, their eight-plus million shares. They've already uh, linked up with a broker shrimp to do that so they can exit the trade. And so that's happening. Um, again, with, with MoneyGram, you know, a system like this, they, they need because uh, it's going to be better for – for their, their users, because if you're using Western Union and MoneyGram and other things, you know, MoneyGram's cheaper than Western Union, but basically, even if you're using PayPal, you're paying through the nose. And the thing that, that gets me is that everything is digital. So even if you're doing something on your computer and you're sending money from your bank to, to someone elsewhere, you're paying through the nose. You're paying through the nose. You can send $300 and 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 wind up paying 40 bucks just to send that $300. Okay? If you were if you were on the street if you were doing something like that, it would be considered usury. So, I, I don't know. You know, I, I I think that there are a lot of problems there. I think that utilizing uh a a uh, centralized system for these platforms and allowing customers out there to utilize it and have core savings is going to be a game changer. And whoever does it and lays it out, they're going to be the winners in the whole deal because just people are saving money. So basically, it helps uh, in general. Now, Facebook, they have, they have their own problems going on. They are being scrutinized and hammered over a lot of things, from privacy to security to their acquisitions of Instagram and Oculus and WhatsApp. Uh, basically... You know, some countries, you know, they, they're trying to uh, do something with them with the news, even though they just made a deal with News Corp to to um, to go and provide certain news in Australia. Uh, they made a deal with them. You know, it's 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 a the point of the company got too big. And isn't that something you get too big and now you, 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 you're in a different realm of different rules and different things. And when you're a, a serious growth company and then you get to that point that you made it, but other companies are in that realm, in, in that same growth pattern, in that same arena, and you're that big, you know, and you wind up uh, impacting regulation that impacts these smaller companies and it could impact their growth. So I think that, you know, um, the lawmakers have to tread lightly when they go and they look to tweak regulation because it shouldn't just be about, you know, going and trying to shake up Facebook. It should be about what's best for, for the general public first and foremost, and what's best for the industry. So the public first and then the industry. All right. Facebook has an advertising model. They're advertising to you. Uh, you get something free. You get that platform. They created. They have all this fun stuff and all these things. You speak to people that you haven't spoke to in a million years, you know, and your grandma's on it now. So, you know, they have all this stuff going on. Uh, so you get something for free. So what you pay, you pay with your information, you know. So that is the trade off. You're not going to, that's not going to be different with Google or other platforms. Apple's a different animal 
because they value the privacy of their customers. And I always commend them for that uh, because their security, the privacy, all that stuff is at the forefront for them, for their customers, for their ecosystem. And that's the way it should be. Privacy, security. If you're giving people end-to-end -end encryption, you're, you're protecting their data. You're putting that data in their control. If you're not even collecting that data, even though big data is a big thing, I'm a big advocate of privacy. You got to have privacy. You, 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 that has to come to the forefront. So we're going to see what's going to happen. They're, they're dealing with a lot of stuff. You know, that, you know, the United States and other countries are looking at them to break up the company, to break up the company and then try to unravel these acquisitions. Is that going to happen? I don't know. I mean, everything with WhatsApp, Instagram, and, and, and Facebook Messenger is all intertwined now. So how is that that's going to work? I don't know. But I think it's going to put a spotlight on Facebook. It's going to put a spotlight on the likes of Google. You know, Google already is going back and forth in a, in a, in a pseudo war right now with Microsoft over, over search. Okay, that's something that's a different story altogether. You know, but this is going to put a spotlight on Twitter, on Snapchat. And, you know, you have companies um, that are here in the United States, and I want to touch on this because this is important when you're talking about regulation. You have companies, tech companies in the United States that were born somewhere else, you know, and they came here. Now they're, they're painting a picture like they're American companies. But meanwhile, 90-something percent of their developers are in China, but they're here. So I, I would like to see U.S. regulators look at that, too. You know, they had something going on with TikTok, but there are one or two other companies, one in particular, that they should look at as well. Because that, that company is growing by leaps and bounds. And the, the margins with that company are ridiculous. So and the privacy and security of the people are at in my opinion, at risk. And I think that they need to look at that as well. If they're going to look at Facebook for what they're doing, look at these companies too for what they're doing. Okay, at least Facebook's an American company. At least Google's an American company. At least, you know, Apple's, you know, of course, Apple's an American company. So they should look at these other companies that are doing things here and make sure that they're, you know, just make sure they're abiding by, by how, how things need to be. Uh, how they should be or how they, they will wind up being. Uh, they can't go and take them, put them over here and put Facebook over. Don't take TikTok, put it over here and then put Facebook over here. And you put now because Facebook's too big, put all this regulation on them, but do nothing on this end. Okay. It came close to TikTok having to, you know, divest of, of their U.S. Uh, uh, presence. And who knows? That may still come to pass. I, I, I don't know. I think too many people use it innovative company everything else uh as far as what they do i think it's it's cool uh but i look beyond that that's the user interface that's what people see what's happening in the back end you know it's like you have a big you have a nice ice cream truck you have all these ice creams and all these popsicles and lollipops and everything you got the music going got the clown in there and everything else doing that stuff and they go to a schoolyard and it brings all the kids around. They're all excited because, oh, ice cream, ice cream. Everybody has ice cream. And they're, they're, they're enjoying it because the truck and all the colors and everything. But meanwhile, what's happening in the back end? See, 
TikTok right now with all these features and everything for the user interface, that's all, that's the ice cream truck. What's happening behind there? That's what they have to look at. All right. And uh, our, one last thing, as, as you see, crypto versus the security. Look, a cryptocurrency is a cryptocurrency. You know, the only way it becomes a security if they're if they're marketing it as you know as is part of a company that the company is actually issuing these coins in lieu of stock to go fund their company. That's when you start crossing the line. That's when you start going and becoming come uh, becoming a security. The crypto itself is just out there, and it's it wasn't an ICO, an STO, or anything. It's just out there, and people. You know, there's a project there and people are believing it. That's a different story altogether. It's not a security. It's just a crypto. And it's there. You know, it uh, hasn't crossed any lines. Now, if you are, if you have ABC company and you're selling XYZ coin, but you're promoting it as this is your coin and you're selling this coin and there's a correlation between the coin and the company, then you're crossing that line and you have to kind of really... You know, uh, be careful, you know, because if you're taking uh, the, the capital from there to go fund whatever you're doing, um, you know, I mean, if you're funding, if it's funding stuff for the crypto, that's a different story altogether. But it's funding something else that that's different. Anyway, that's about it for this edition of Money Never Sleeps. Uh, make sure to, to check us out at ucwradio.com slash mnsradio, and you can see some of the other episodes. Uh, you can check out the Money Never Sleeps podcast. All the shows going back for the past 10 years are on there. And, uh, you know, we'll we'll keep – I'll keep doing this. I'll keep coming on. I want to bring some guests. I think uh, this week, next week, I want to start talking about small business as things are opening up. We have to get small business back in motion. That's it. Period. The end. This is our economy. Uh, these small businesses have suffered enough, and I'd like to bring some of them on the show if I can, if I can allot time. Uh, but I try to do the show as I can, just sharing information because I think it's important. But we'll see how uh, this week, next week, uh kind of line up all right guys thank you for tuning in taking time out of your lives to, to hear my rant initiating shutdown sequence you're listening to ucw radio in your face what is your major malfunction so let it be written so let it be done ladies and gentlemen my mother thanks you my father thanks you my sister thanks you and i thank you all opinions expressed by Louis Velasquez on the Money Never Sleeps radio show and its website are solely his opinions and do not reflect the opinions of the UCW radio show or their parent company or affiliates and may have been previously disseminated by him on television, radio, internet, or another medium. You should not treat any opinion expressed by him as a specific inducement to make a particular investment or follow a particular strategy, but only as an expression of his opinion. His opinions are based upon information he considers to be reliable, but neither the UCW radio show nor its affiliates, parent companies, and or subsidiaries warrant its completeness or accuracy, and it should not be relied upon as such. The UCW radio show, Louis Velasquez's affiliates, parent companies, and or subsidiaries are not under any obligation to update or correct any information provided on the radio show or on the website. His statements and opinions are subject to change without notice. No part of his compensation from the UCW radio show is related to the specific opinions he expresses. Please read the full disclaimer on MoneyNeverSleepsRadio.com.